name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Please be seated. A couple was uh, driving early for dawn on Easter morning when all of a sudden this rabbit ran out in front of the car and was hit and it looked as if there was a basket and things went flying everywhere and they, a couple pulled over and the wife said, I think you may have killed the Easter bunny. And immediately she went into the trunk and started rifling through her suitcase and came out with this aerosol can and sprayed the bunny who, who got up and got his basket and started hopping down the road and turned around and waved. Then hopped down the road and turned around and waved. Hopped down the road and turned around and waved. And until it was out of sight, and my husband said to wife, what did you put? She was, my hairsprays, revives dead hair, adds wave. <laughs> Just in case you haven't got your dad joke filled. <laughs> It's a glorious uh, day to come and to, and to celebrate um, the resurrection of our, of our Lord Jesus Christ, too. Um, I, I love the, the, the verse from, from Luke's Gospel. As the women go in to the tomb and the angels just says, Why are you looking for the living among the dead? Don't you remember? And you feel, you feel bad for them, surely, on the one hand, but at the, the, the same time, it's, it's such a great line. Why do you look for the living among the dead? Why are you here in the midst of, of this graveyard looking for Jesus when he told you that he would be alive, that he promised that he would be alive. Do you not remember all the things when he said in Galilee? And, and, and he, I mean, if we remember what Jesus said over and over and over and over again, um, I'll have to be handed over, right, to, to sinners, the chief priests, and they're going to crucify me, and three days I'll rise again. And you wonder, even in that, um, if they made it past that first part anyway, right, when Jesus... First of all, that you're dealing with, with this, this amazing person who's healing sick people and casting out demons and quieting the weather and uh, raising people from the dead. So do you even believe for one second that anything bad is going to happen to this person? He's the Messiah. He's the one we've put our faith in. He's the one we've put our trust in. He's the one who's going to deliver Israel finally back out of this exodus and exile and restore us completely and totally. And every time Jesus would say, yeah, but I'm going to be turned over, they were like, and crucified, like, la, 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 la. You know, it's just, you don't hear it, right? And even if you did sort of take that part, can you hear past that? Can you hear past this traumatic, like, I'm going to be crucified, which is a lot like saying, I'm going to be lynched at the side of the road. Oh, you know, but don't worry, then I'm gonna rise again. I mean, can you get past such a, such a, such a claim? But this is exactly what the angel 
reminds them, no, but there was a second part that he would rise. And the women who've come out to do the job that was um, sort of haphazardly done Friday because of the of, because of the Passover, now have come to do it, do it properly, or just are just in an utter amazement. They go back and tell the eleven who who think it's an idle tale. Peter runs to the tomb and is now amazed. Indeed, the living is gone. The tomb is empty. Jesus is alive. And it's, and it's glorious, this, this powerful message of Easter, when the powers of evil and sin and death have tried to do their worst. They've done everything they can to God who's come to us in flesh, including making them an unperson, really, by nailing them to a tree, because human beings don't get crucified. Those who are crucified are basically not even worthy to be called human, and they're set as an example, as a warning to all of the rest of us not to step out of line, not to buck up against the Roman government and the powers that be and the authorities of this world. Not to challenge the temple system. And yet, death could not hold Jesus who's come to us. For Jesus did not come to us just to teach. Jesus did not come to us just to be a good example. Jesus did not come to us just to give us great morals of how to be a nice person and to love your neighbor as yourself. Jesus came to redeem the world from sin and death, brokenness and despair. Jesus came into the world to break forth and to give life to all. As we heard from the passage today, um, Peter's speaking to Cornelius and all of the other Gentiles uh, semi-reluctantly, if you read a little bit earlier in Acts 10, saying, go to the Gentiles? And God's like, yes, go to the Gentiles. So back to, God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that, that he came to, to bring forth life. In that passage, Peter says, God shows no partiality. That all that come to faith in Jesus have forgiveness of sins and resurrected life. This is what Jesus has come to do. This is what God has come to do. This is the ultimate exodus. We have led from sin and death into a new and glorious life. This is the promise of baptism when we cross through those waters of death and are raised to new life. And so while it's great on Easter Day to, to be bright and festive and to talk about 
you know, the, the, the green blade rising and all the flowers coming out. This is not Easter. Easter is death being conquered. Easter is Christ being alive. Easter is why are you looking for the living among the dead? This is Easter. But it is appropriate. This, this great verse, this fourth verse, when our hearts are wintry, grieving, or in pain, thy touch can call us back to life again. Fields of our heart that dead and bare have been, love has come again. Love has come again like wheat that springeth green. Love springs us. And, and this is a reminder that, that, that resurrected life does not start when you die. Too, too much of our theology, our, our, our faith that's permeated our society is, you need to come to faith in Jesus Christ and believe in his death and resurrection so when you die, you'll go to heaven. What Jesus gives us in the resurrection is, you don't have to wait till you die. Easter is here today. Heaven is here today. Resurrection is here today. Life is here today. When your hearts are filled with pain and grief and sorrow, Jesus Christ can bring forth life and love today. Healing today. Promise and hope today. This is the joy of the resurrection, that we have life in Christ today. The tomb is empty. Jesus is alive. God has come to us, in us, through us, to work with great promise, great hope, to empower us to be resurrected beings. That when we walk around, people won't look and go, those Christians are so dead. Why do they always just look so miserable? and sad, telling me what I shouldn't do, don't do this, don't do that. Instead, we should be alive, right? That when people come inside here, they should see living. They shouldn't expect to see dead and quiet. I mean, if they've been here at the Peace, they already know this church is alive. Get back into your pews. But, we have life in Jesus. We have resurrected life, and we are called forth to bring forth that life to the world, to proclaim resurrection, to proclaim life, to proclaim heaven today. Not when you die, but now. Hallelujah. Christ is risen. The Lord is risen indeed. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Christ is risen. The Lord